Decision Podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by VoicePods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law. www.nypti.org law. People v. Daria N. Epakshi, decided April 1, 2021. Di Fiori, Chief Judge. The appellate term for the 9th and 10th Judicial Districts has adopted a rule of criminal procedure under which, absent special circumstances, the people cannot reprosecute a defendant by filing a new simplified traffic information after the original simplified traffic information was dismissed for facial insufficiency under CPL 100.40. 2. For failure to provide a requested supporting deposition in a timely manner. Because that rule has no basis in the criminal procedure law and contravenes our holding in People v. Nuccio, we reverse. In September 2013, a police officer issued a uniform traffic ticket, a type of simplified traffic information, to defendant for failing to stop at a stop sign in violation of Vehicle and Traffic Law Section 1172-A. Defendant returned a plea of not guilty on the back of the ticket and requested a supporting deposition of the police officer setting forth factual allegations providing reasonable cause to believe that defendant committed the charged offense. See CPL 100.252. Not having received the supporting deposition within the time prescribed by law, defendant moved to dismiss the simplified traffic information for facial insufficiency as defined by CPL 100.20, and 100.402. In December 2013, the parties appeared before a judicial hearing officer, JHO, assigned to the Suffolk County Traffic and Parking Violations Agency. In accordance with the JHO's instructions, the prosecutor mailed defendant the supporting deposition of the police officer who ticketed her, along with a superseding, simplified traffic information. The parties reappeared in court two weeks later, at which point a different JHO dismissed the original simplified traffic information. Immediately afterwards, in the hallway of the courthouse, the prosecutor personally served defendant with the police officer's supporting deposition and the new simplified traffic information. These documents were then filed with the local court. Defendant moved to dismiss the new simplified information, citing, among other statutes, CPL 170.30 and 170.40, as well as case law from the appellate term for the 9th and 10th judicial districts. Defendant submitted that the appellate term considers it an abuse of discretion when a trial court permits a motorist to be tried based upon a new simplified information and supporting deposition after an original information has been dismissed for failure to timely serve and file a supporting deposition. The people opposed the motion arguing that our decision in Nuccio, which permits a new prosecution after the dismissal of a simplified information for facial insufficiency, was the controlling law, and that the appellate term was not following the rule set forth in that case. Defendant's motion was denied in a written decision on the ground that the appellate term's procedural rule, formulated in part before Nuccio was decided, contravened this court's holding that the criminal procedure law does not prohibit reprosecution on a new, facially sufficient information after a dismissal for failure to comply with CPL 100.40. The matter proceeded to trial. The police officer testified that he observed defendant driving her car at approximately 35 miles per hour across an intersection without stopping at the stop sign posted there. 
After hearing this testimony and defendant's contradicting testimony that she made a complete stop for two seconds, the trial JHO found defendant guilty of violating vehicle and traffic law section 1172, a, and sentenced her to pay a fine, fees, and a surcharge. The appellate term for the 9th and 10th judicial districts reversed the judgment of conviction, professedly, as a matter of discretion in the interest of justice, vacated the order denying defendant's motion to dismiss, granted the motion, and ordered the fine to be remitted if already paid. The court rested its ruling on a line of its own cases requiring special circumstances for the people to prosecute a new simplified information after the original accusatory instrument was dismissed for failure to serve a requested supporting deposition under CPL 100.402. The court noted that it, consistently, dismissed judgments of conviction under such circumstances, reasoning that a ruling to the contrary would defeat the very purpose of CPL 100.402 disregard the interest of judicial economy, and erode the confidence of the public in the criminal justice system. In the appellate terms view, no special circumstances were shown to exist in this case, and therefore the people could not re-prosecute defendant. In light of its conclusion, the court did not reach defendants. Remaining contentions. A judge of this court granted leave to appeal. As a threshold matter, Defendant contends that we do not have jurisdiction to entertain this appeal because the appellate term characterized its ruling as an exercise of discretion in the interest of justice. But we are not bound by an intermediate appellate court's characterization of its own order, and we must determine for ourselves whether its reversal of the judgment of conviction presents a question of law for our review. See People v. D'Alessandro, People v. Giles. First, there can be no dispute that the issue before us the validity of a procedural rule fashioned by the appellate term and invoked by defendant in the trial court to dismiss the criminal action was fully litigated in the court of first instance. See CPL 470.05.2. Second, the appellate term has created a rule of criminal procedure requiring a trial court, in the absence of special circumstances, to dismiss a new simplified traffic information after a previous simplified traffic information was dismissed as insufficient on its face for failure to timely serve a requested supporting deposition under CPL 100.25 and 100.40. This presumptive bar to a prosecution that does not meet the special circumstances requirement constitutes a legal standard designed to govern the disposition of motions to dismiss accusatory instruments in situations presenting the specified procedural posture. Whether the procedural rule imposed by the appellate term is consistent with the criminal procedure law and this court's precedent is a question of law appealable and reviewable by this court. See Giles. Douglas. Thus, we have jurisdiction over this appeal. A simplified traffic information is a written accusation by a police officer or other authorized public servant, filed with a local criminal court, charging a person with committing a non-felony traffic offense, infraction or misdemeanor, although it need not contain factual allegations of an evidentiary nature to support the charge, it can serve as a basis for commencing, and, under specified circumstances, prosecuting, a criminal action, see CPL 1.205, b, 100.102, a, People v. Beattie, 80. The simplified traffic information must satisfy the prescriptions of CPL 100.25, including the requirement that, Upon timely request by the defendant, the complainant police officer or public servant serve on the defendant or defense counsel, within a specified time frame, 
a supporting deposition containing factual allegations of reasonable cause. The supporting deposition must then be filed with the court. See CPL 100.25.1.2. If the police officer or public servant fails to comply with this requirement, the simplified traffic information is rendered insufficient on its face. CPL 100.402. And, as such, subject to dismissal upon the defendant's motion. See CPL 170.301. A. Providing that a court may dismiss a simplified information on the ground that it is defective within the meaning of section 170.35-170.35-1. A. Providing that a simplified information is defective when it is not sufficient on its face pursuant to the requirements of section 100.40. In Nuccio, this court considered whether charges in a local criminal court may be prosecuted by a sufficient long-form information after a prior simplified information, charging the same offenses, has been dismissed for failure to supply the supporting depositions required by CPL 100.252. Our short answer was that prosecution can be renewed on a facially sufficient information following such a dismissal for the simple reason that the criminal procedure law does not prohibit it. Citing practice commentaries on CPL 100.25.2 and 170.30. Further, the court noted that the history on the subject supported the conclusion that reprosecution of non felony charges was permissible. Not only did the common law permit resubmitting charges against a defendant, but the legislature, when it enacted the criminal procedure law in 1970, chose to treat dismissals of indictments separate from dismissal of informations and misdemeanor complaints. Comparing the respective dismissal provisions, the court pointed out that the legislature expressly barred reprosecution, without court authorization, of indictments dismissed for legal insufficiency, but failed to include a similar bar for informations dismissed on those same grounds, comparing CPL 210.204, with 170.30, 1a. Indeed, a court may dismiss an indictment if it is defective, and, in the absence of authorization to submit or resubmit, the order of dismissal constitutes a bar to any further prosecution of such charge or charges, by indictment or otherwise, in any criminal court within the county, CPL 210.201. A. 4. By contrast, a court may dismiss a defective information, simplified information, prosecutor's information, or misdemeanor complaint, but there is no provision barring further prosecution of the charges so dismissed. See CPL 170.301, a. Stated otherwise, although the criminal procedure law requires a prosecutor to seek permission from the court to resubmit evidence and charges to a grand jury after dismissal of a defective or legally insufficient indictment, there is no similar statutory requirement for filing a new accusatory instrument after dismissal of a facially insufficient simplified information. In Nuccio, we concluded that the different treatment accorded indictments and informations in the statute manifests the legislature's intention to permit reprosecution for non-felony charges when the information is dismissed for legal insufficiency, Nuccio. As expressly recognized by the court of first instance in denying defendants' motion to dismiss, Nuccio governs where, as here, a simplified traffic information is dismissed for facial insufficiency. The appellate term's formulation of a procedural rule contrary to the criminal procedure law is without force or effect. 
Defendants attempt to distinguish the newly filed accusatory instrument in Nuccio, a long-form information, from the newly filed accusatory instrument at issue here, a simplified traffic information accompanied by a supporting deposition with sufficient factual allegations, is unavailing. Nuccio did not hinge its analysis on the nature of the subsequently filed instrument. Instead, as discussed above, it focused on the criminal procedure law's distinction between dismissals of indictments and dismissals of local court accusatory instruments. As in Nuccio, the original accusatory instrument here was a local court accusatory instrument subject to dismissal as facially insufficient because the people failed to timely provide the supporting deposition requested by defendant. The criminal procedure law does not prohibit reprosecution upon a facially sufficient accusatory instrument after such a dismissal, whether by information or by simplified traffic information with a supporting deposition. Accordingly, the people were entitled to reprosecute the traffic violation after dismissal of the first simplified traffic information. The appellate term special circumstances requirement erects an extra statutory barrier to reprosecution that contravenes the criminal procedure law as clarified by Nuccio. As we have previously held, lower courts are not free to dismiss criminal actions based on considerations falling outside the several grounds set forth in CPL 170.30. C. Douglas, rejecting the proposition that lower courts had authority to dismiss for calendar control. Allowing dismissals without a basis in the criminal procedure law would not only be an abdication of the judiciary's responsibility to safeguard the public and promote respect for the law, but would also create a situation whereby a trial court's dismissal, rendered without consideration of any established guidelines, would be incapable of meaningful appellate review. In sum, the appellate term lacks authority to create a procedural rule requiring special circumstances for the renewed prosecution of a traffic offense after a previous dismissal for failure to provide a requested supporting deposition, that is inconsistent with Nuccio and the court's authority under the criminal procedure law. Accordingly, the order of the appellate term should be reversed and the case remitted to the appellate term for consideration of issues raised but not determined on the appeal to that court. Decided April 1, 2021. Decision podcasts by the New York Prosecutors Training Institute are made possible by Voice Pods. Convert your text to voice at voicepods.com. Read this decision at NIPT Law. www.nypti.org slash law.